Coming up, a couple of comebacks headline a big night across the league in the NBA. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here. They're ready to break everything down for you from last night in basketball. And the reigning champs hosted the best record in the East in last night's biggest game. The biggest game. The Bucks trailed the Heat late in the fourth quarter, but a big run in the final minutes was able to shock Miami and hand them a very rare loss. After Milwaukee stormed back in dramatic fashion, Locked on Bucks gives us the full recap. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked on Bucks. Just minutes after Milwaukee snatch a victory. It was a robbery at 5-7-4 and 120-119 to 119 over the Miami Heat. They trailed. 113 to 99 with six minutes to play. Finished the game on a 21 to six run. Drew Holiday with the game winner and Milwaukee pick up a win that quite honestly is much needed. We've heard some conversations out of the Bucks camp uh, that it is go time. It's time to figure it out. I think for everyone, whether you're a fan, whether you're covering the team or the Bucks themselves, they've gone through a bit of a malaise this season. We should say uh, it's been a tough going at times for this team. They haven't been at their best, but this felt like a playoff matchup. This felt like a playoff atmosphere. And the Bucks, when it mattered most at the end of the fourth quarter, they got the job done. You got 79 points from your three best players, 28 for Giannis to go with 17 rebounds and five assists. Middleton had 26. Holiday had 25 points and 11 assists as well. So uh, the Bucks did really need this. They probably needed this win more than Miami just in terms of the standings. But this could be a playoff matchup. No Kyle Lowry from Miami. No, Brooke Lopez, obviously, for the Bucks, as we know, as has been the case all season long. So the personnel might change. But if this is a playoff series, I think it's going to be a ripper. You can catch us. Break down this game, though, on Locked On Bucks, wherever you get your podcasts or now on YouTube. Hornets star LaMelo Ball barely played in last night's game against the Cavs. In fact, he saw a lot more action in the All-Star game. But the Hornets won anyway, and in convincing fashion, our Locked On Hornets host breaks down the players that stepped up with their team's biggest star, on the sideline. So LaMelo Ball only plays eight minutes, does not score a field goal, and the Charlotte Hornets win against the Cleveland Cavaliers? All right, then. I'm Doug Branson from the Locked On Hornets podcast. Not only did the Hornets win, they get a blowout victory 119 to 98 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, thanks in large part to huge bench performances from Kelly Oubre Jr., who dropped in 19 points. He desperately needed a bounce back game. And then 10 points from Isaiah Thomas, the newest Charlotte Hornets addition. He's in on a 10-day contract. This was his first game with the team. Leading the way for the Hornets, Terry Rozier, 29 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Helped stave off a late comeback by Cleveland, led by Darius Garland, who poured in 33 for the Cavs. 
Uh, LaMelo Ball got into foul trouble early in this game, had three fouls in the first quarter, added one more in the second quarter. That's when the Hornets bench started to extend that lead against the Cavs, and there really wasn't much of a reason in that second half to bring back LaMelo into the game. So the Hornets get a big win. They need every single one of them as they uh, try to stay in play in contention in the Eastern Conference. For more on the Charlotte Hornets, make sure you are subscribed to the Locked On Hornets podcast and watch us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Locked On Hornets podcast. Rookie star Darius Garland returned to the Cleveland lineup, but it wasn't enough to get the Cavs a win over the Hornets. Our Locked On Cavs hosts details the game in Cleveland. Hey, Chris Manning here with Evan Damro, the Locked On Cavs podcast, coming to you with a Locked On Now after the Cavs lost to the Charlotte Hornets 119-98 on Wednesday. Darius Garland returned toward 33 points, but Evan, it didn't matter that much ultimately. No, it really didn't in the grand scheme of things. Cleveland loses to Charlotte tonight. They will likely lose to Philadelphia on Friday. If Toronto beats Detroit and Orlando, they likely will. Sunday's game on ESPN has some serious implications because that's between the sixth and the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. And it's weird to think, Chris, that the Cavs at one point were flirting with the first seed. Cavs are in a tight spot right now. The Eastern playoff picture is tightening. Davey Bickerstaff was also ejected in this game after getting very hot over at J.D. Osmond Falcall. We're going to talk about the playoffs, this game, and J.B. Bickerstaff and everything Cleveland Cavaliers on the Locked on Cavs podcast. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, the Knicks continue to stay in tank mode, and the Suns win big at home. This is Locked on Now NBA. This episode of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your betting needs. Even though football's behind us, we still have tons of playoff basketball, including March Madness, coming our way. Whether it's props, odds, whatever your betting needs are, they have you covered. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. The New Orleans Pelicans have not lost since the All-Star game, and Brandon Ingram played his part in keeping that streak alive on Wednesday. Locked On Pelicans takes you through last night's best performance. The New Orleans Pelicans are undefeated after the All-Star break and are making their run at the play-in tournament after beating the Sacramento Kings 125-95. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA. It was a bit of a slow start for New Orleans, maybe a Mardi Gras hangover, but once Brandon Ingram got cooking the cruise past the Sacramento Kings, Ingram has been putting in extra time after practice to work on his shot, and it showed as he couldn't miss in this one. 15 of 19 from the field for 33 points. He only scored one free throw. It was an excellent display of why he's such a killer from the mid-range. And the Pelicans' offense as a whole is really starting to gel. C.J. McCollum, the new addition, 17 points. And when he and Brandon Ingram were both double-teamed, they got the ball to Jonas Valanciunas, who put up an easy 17 points, 14 rebounds. Since the All-Star break, the Pelicans are 3-0, and not just thinking about grabbing the 10th spot, but potentially 9th from the Lakers as they continue their slide. Head coach Willie Green has figured out the rotation. Plus, there was a positive Zion Williamson update today as the Pelicans announced his foot is showing improved healing. It's still a long shot he makes it back for the season, but regardless, things are looking up for New Orleans. So for more on the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, and the Zion situation, be sure to check out Locked on Pelicans. Our Locked On Kings host called this game the biggest one of the year for Sacramento, but the Kings just simply didn't show up for it. Here's his takeaway post-game. The biggest and most meaningful game of the season, and the Sacramento Kings go and lose to the New Orleans Pelicans 
by 30. Hi, this is Matt George, host of the Locked On Kings podcast. And can't say it's surprising the Kings have not been successful in major games really at all over the last 15 seasons. Not that they've had that many major games to speak of. And even though this game got off to a good start, the Kings were shooting the, the ball well. Brandon Ingram completely took over. And in the second half, a major adjustment by the New Orleans Pelicans, forcing the Kings to switch and forcing the Kings into some tough double-team decisions. Sacramento defensively was not up to, for the task while also going ice cold uh, just from everywhere on the floor. Nobody could hit a shot, especially in the third quarter, and this game gets out of hand quickly. The Kings are not going to stop trying for the plan, but their chances got significantly significantly uh, diff more difficult after a game like this. We'll talk about what's next for the Kings and break down this overall disappointing performance on the next Locked on Kings podcast. The New York Knicks lost again and in a big way that has our Locked on Knicks host officially declaring that the tank is on. He goes over the few bright spots from last night's big loss to the 76ers. Oh. Don't don't mind me. I was just running Tankathon simulations. The Knicks just lost their 16th of their last 19 games to the Sixers, 123 to 108. Uh, things are uh, not looking too great. The tank seems to be on in full effect. Uh, all you can do is laugh through it and enjoy another 30-point R.J. Barrett performance. Uh, that, that's it for Knicks fans right now. Otherwise... Hey, look, there's uh, Paolo Banchero, pretty cool, or Chet Holmgren, whatever. That's pretty much all we got to look forward to at this point. Uh, you know, it was, it was this game was the case of a team that has nothing really going for right now versus a team that actually has title aspirations, that uh, has a new star duo that's looking pretty darn good at the moment. So, is what it is. Uh, just going to keep playing Tankathon, so if you don't mind, I'm going to resume doing that. But you can hear more from us. On Locked On Knicks, your daily New York Knicks podcast. The Utah Jazz won again last night on the road, but it wasn't quite as easy as Utah fans would have liked to see in the end. With more from Houston, our Locked On Jazz host has the details. The Utah Jazz won their ninth game in their last 10, but it was not pretty. They led by 14 with six minutes left, and then the Rockets fired back, seemingly scoring at will against the Jazz defense. It wasn't until Mike Conley hit three monster threes for the Utah Jazz that they took control of this game and won at 132-127. Mike Conley has now hit 12 of 22 three-point shots in the clutch this year. Rudy Gobert, by the way, either had 10 or 11 dunks tonight, which would tie the NBA record if it was 11, on his way for a 27.17 rebound night. And Donovan Mitchell's 37 points and a season-high 10 assists carry the Jazz. They've won 9 of 10, but defensively, they run into a lot of the same issues tonight that they had problems with against the Clippers in the playoffs and other teams when they have five shooters on the floor. For more on this one, go to Locked On Jazz and the Locked On Podcast Network. The Rockets didn't quite have enough to get the win over the Jazz last night, but our Locked On Rockets host says there's still plenty of positives to take away from that one, as the Houston was able to keep pace with one of the best teams in the West. What a game between the Houston Rockets and the Utah Jazz. What's up, Jackson Gatlin here from over at Locked On Rockets. The end result, not a win for the Houston Rockets. However, such an impressive performance from this young Rockets team going toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the best teams in the association this season. 
Jalen Green was huge in this one on the way to his 27 points. He had 16 in the second quarter, including including a three to close things off just before halftime. Down the stretch of regulation in this one, Kevin Porter Jr. hitting the big bucket to tie things up at 114 all. Mike Conley comes back down, hits a three to give the Jazz a one-possession lead. And then Christian Wood comes up with the prayer at the end of regulation to tie the game up, forcing overtime. But it was too much Mike Conley down the stretch of this one for the Houston Rockets. Hit a pair of threes at the end of overtime. Also iced the free throws to ultimately seal this game. K.J. Martin also had a really nice night. 20 points, also hit four of eight from distance. His three-point shooting has been much improved as of late. We're going to break it all down for you right over at Locked on Rockets. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now that you're done, make sure you check out Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.